All right, listen up, girls and guys. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's going on in my city tonight on my block. It is May 31st, 2020. 2020, for future, yeah. For future listeners. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> God willing. If, if, th- if those exist. Yeah. Um, uh, there are armed agents of the state uh, with assault rifles riding 10 to a car on the back of squad cars driving around my neighborhood. Uh uh, shooting people with impunity, uh, gassing people with impunity. I am sitting here recording uh, this podcast in my apartment while the police are tear gassing people. I am listening to flashbangs go off outside my window. Um, there are SWAT outside my window surrounding my building right now. Um, so I need people to understand what's going on right now. Um, And the first thing that I want to say is that uh, you need to be doing something right now. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Especially if you call yourself a leftist, if you call yourself queer, um, if you, if you, if you have pretensions towards caring about uh, social justice in any way, this is it. This is it. Here it is. You mm-hmm. need to be doing something. Um, especially, and especially if you are non-black, we should say as especially, well. Especially. Uh, yeah. For, so, okay. The, before all of this, Mark and I are white. That mm-hmm. colors uh, our perception of these events. That cal- our privilege uh, clouds our judgment in many ways. We are going to do our best on here because we care about this. When I say you need to be doing something, what I mean by that is if you cannot be on the front line, protesting curfew. I need to understand that there is a curfew. There's an 8 p.m. curfew uh, in my city, in Denver, right now. Um, Mine too. uh, And after the curfew, basically, uh, the police are waiting until right at 8 o'clock to start indiscriminately shooting and gassing people, uh, my neighbors and my friends and my community. Um, And... There are people out there. There's a, currently, right now, in my city, there's a man taped to uh, the statue in front of the Capitol building um, protesting the curfew, and good on him. Um, and so when I say you need to do something, if you cannot be taped to a statue, because not all of us can be taped to a statue. Not all of us can fight. Um, if you can, good luck. God, God bless you. Um, if you cannot... You need to be running support. I ran supplies for six hours today. That's what I did because I am uncoordinated and I am clumsy and I do not want to be right at the front line. But people need water. People need food. People need masks right now because we are also in the middle of a pandemic. But unfortunately, the cops are so fucking racist that we are forced to gather anyway. And if you are immunocompromised or you live with someone who is immunocompromised or you live in like the middle of nowhere and are nowhere near a city where any protests are happening, you need to be donating. When I say donating, I mean community bail funds that are getting people out of prison. I mean donating to organizations like if we're talking specifically about Minneapolis, which is really the center of this. I'm talking about organizations like like Reclaim the Block that are supporting the protesters, organizations like North Star Health Collective that are supporting the protesters. And if you don't have any money and you cannot go to protests, you need to be screaming at every single person that you know that does have money and telling them how important this is and to get people out of prison and to support these protests because this is the most important thing in the world right now. I do not fucking care about anything else right now, okay? They, they are indiscriminately maiming people in my city 
for nothing. And this country is built on a foundation of white supremacy and slavery and racism, and black people have been getting murdered indiscriminately in this country for hundreds of years. Um, and if and if you're doing nothing right now, I'm not going to uh, shame you. I'm just going to tell you, you need to be doing something. Because this is it. Folks, this might just be it. Like, and when I say this is it, I mean, when I go downtown in my city right now, ACAB is written everywhere. Fuck 12, written everywhere. Anarchy symbols, written everywhere. It is, this is different. This has never happened before. We have never had this, like, explosion across the country with this much dissent um, and this much radical dissent. Like, listen, it's not the liberals that are walking around with ACAB signs. Liberals don't say ACAB, and there are a lot of people out there with fucking ACAB signs. This is some, this something important is happening right now, and if you are not involving yourself in some way, you need to be. Um, and especially if you're fucking queer. If you're using the word queer to describe yourself, um, and you are like in any way upset about people getting too violent at protests or rioting or whatever the fuck, I need you to understand that the only reason that you're allowed to sit at your desk and breathe, the only reason that you, white queer person listening to this podcast who has a bougie tech job like I do, uh, get to be alive and go to gay clubs and exist as a human being is because black trans women laid their lives down in front of the police to earn you the right to do that bullshit. So if you are not fully behind what is happening on the streets, you're a fucking fake. And I like, you need to get your shit together and realize that you owe your fucking life to, to, pe to the type of people who are duct taking, typing themselves to statues in downtown right now. Mark. When we say, when we say at the end of every single episode of this show, fuck cops, don't join the military. Um, that's not like a meme. It's not like a like a funny like like performative thing that we say. Like this is we we really mean it. This this country is a, is a haven. There was another for, flashbang that just went off. I just started. Yeah, <laughs> this country. It's not a haven of whites for white supremacists. This country was built on white supremacy like you said that there is a system in place to protect capital and to protect the lives of wealthy white capital owners and yeah god man you know i see i i, I you know i see a lot of uh you know you get a lot of discourse around all cops are bastards um mm -hmm. the reason that all cops are bastards is because the law is unjust the law yes. protects corporations and capital and so if you are an agent of the state who is armed to the teeth by the way riding around on trucks and have the license to indiscriminately shoot people you're a fucking bastard and and i don't want to hear any arguments to the contrary like yeah. the poli the police have to police anti-camping laws that uh stop people who have nowhere to sleep from sleeping on the street and instead just puts them in jail over and over again because what else can you do if you, if you are if you are enforcing the law in America 
You are a bastard because the law is unjust. There, <clears throat> so I live in La Mesa, California, um, and if you don't know already, uh, La Mesa has been the center point for some of the most uh, some of the most uh, large scale property destruction through these riots uh, that we have seen. There is a Chase branch and a Union Bake branch, I believe, um, that are burned down to rubble. And I watched the Chase branch burn down to rubble. Um, and good. And and fucking... And to be clear, like, like, fully mask off, I work in the financial industry i work in the consumer financial uh industry i was a banker for chase uh years ago i know how this shit goes i know how much liquid cash is in every chase branch i know how much they're insured and i know what happens if a branch gets shut down where those employees go let me just assure everyone they will be fucking fine you also know how uh chase as an organization uh preys on uh, people of color and uh, poor people in general. Uh. I did some... When I was working for the bank, so to be clear, I, I do what I do for a credit union now, um, which is slightly better, but ultimately um, preys on the poor using interest, um, just like this entire system is built to do. Um, but it is ultimately slightly less reprehensible i did some horrible things uh in order to collect a paycheck when i worked for the banks and i was filled with an emotion that i can't really describe as i watched that chase building burn to the ground and i smelled that smoke yeah um, and, if I, you, and if you're mad about yeah. the chase building like like, listen, like, first of all, like you said, they'll be fine. But also, what the fuck else is it going to take? What will it take? What is it going to take for some for for anything to fucking change in this country? If if everyone at that chase, first of all, this won't happen, to be clear. Um, But if everyone at that chase branch, like, has to be home without pay for a few weeks, f- fuck their jobs. Who fine. cares? Listen, I don't care. They'll be okay. They work at the Chase Bank. They'll be fine. People are dying for no reason. People are being murdered. Black people are getting shot indiscriminately all of the time for hundreds of years. What what the fuck is it going to take? This is it, man. This is what I'm talking about, man. It's like you need to be you need to be doing something because this is it. Because nobody has anything to lose anymore. Mm-hmm. Everybody is unemployed. Most of my friends are unemployed. Most of my friends are uh, trans and broke and don't have a job right now. They're not making money right now. Nobody has retirement. I I am okay. I am one of the most. I am one of the most financially stable people in my friend group. If there was a sudden three thousand dollar charge that I that came out of nowhere unprepared, my life would be ruined. Mm-hmm. We are all so precarious right now. None of us have retirement. None of us have any plans no. for the future. A lot of our friends have 
like died by their own hand in the past few mm-hmm. years because they are so tired of how crippling living in this society is. What the fuck else are we going to do? Burn the, out a chance this, bank, maybe. The, maybe. The, 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 the working class of every color and creed um, need to stand in front of our black uh, brothers and sisters mm-hmm. uh, and make ourselves fucking human shields. Uh, yeah. for for them uh in front of the cops this is their fight and we are we are here to support them um and yeah. they are you know they are the ones who are going to bear the brunt of any police brutality and if you are going to be on the front lines and you especially if you are a white person mm-hmm. uh your job is to protect black people on the front yeah lines. and to to be clear, when we say that like destruction of um property is good, we we do mean it. Yeah. But by no means does that mean if you are white that you should take this as your chance to go fucking uh live out your your destructive fantasy and yeah. take some videos for your fucking Twitter. Um if that's what you're here to do, stay the fuck home and just donate. Um th- that is not needed. Uh Destruction of property is a is a is a um, is a tactic, right? It's a it's a tactic, um, and it's something that should it, not be done with impunity by white people who think that it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, that yeah. <laughs> I was thinking this just as just as like the SWAT drove by my window, and I had a strong urge to open the window and scream "fuck twelve at them, like I had been doing all day. Um, but there are people who have to sleep outside of my building, and I don't need to give a reason for those cops to go and fuck any of those people up, right? So yeah, right. I would say um, show up, show solidarity, provide support if you can, food, water, snacks, masks, medical supplies. Um, if, if, you know, that's a really important role that you can play. If you're, if you're the type of person that's like, I am scared to go to a protest. Listen, if you go out there at all, the cops very well might fuck with you. They, you might get hit with a rubber bullet, even if you are just running support, even if you are blocks away from where the center of everything is happening. There are risks to going out there. You have to fucking do it anyway if you can. Um. Hello and welcome to Park <laughs> Cinema Club, episode 80. My name is Mark Champlin. Today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. Oh, what's up, girls and gays? Listen, okay, here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to say one more thing about the cops because it's related to the film that I watched today. I get... Okay, I need you to understand, I watched Double Dragon this morning. Right. And then I went out for six hours. Uh, and now I'm back home. And Double Dragon was a million years ago. Uh, but listen, uh, this movie, uh, has cops in it and sucks about it. It has a very confused and ultimately bad... Uh, attempt to try to say things about cops. Um, the movie basically kind of poses the cops versus the gangs, and the gangs are seen as this, like, universal anarchist evil force, and the cops are the ones who need to, quote-unquote, take back the streets, which is a thing that's said in this movie, and, like, the movie ends with the cops doing that, and, like, you're supposed to be happy about it and everything. Um, but listen, uh, it's a very 
the cop thing is a very small part of the film. Um, and, 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 and that's the, the thing is this might be the bet, like my favorite movie that we've ever watched for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, th- it, this was a hell of a week for this movie to take place. Well, it was a hell of a week for any movie that we actually enjoyed. Yeah. While we both did take notes, it feels a little hollow to talk about. I, I like I don't know, man. Like I was I was like you know I watched Double Dragon this morning and I took notes on it and I had like a lot of opinions about it. But like I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I don't fucking care about Double Dragon right now. Like mm-hmm. they are gassing and shooting people outside my house right now. I don't fucking care about Double Dragon. Um, so we are gonna talk about it a bit to the <laughs> for, best for, of our for abilities. Ish. Um, for 10 minutes-ish. And, like, I think at some point we are gonna revisit Double Dragon. Uh, because it's great. It's great. It's wild. I, I, I'm shocked that Double Dragon is not a, is not, like, a cult classic. I'm, I'm shocked that Double Dragon is not on every single, you gotta watch this so bad it's good movie list. Because it's, one of the best one of those I have ever seen in my life. This movie rules, yeah. honestly. My, my, my friends and I just had a Nick Cage marathon uh, over Discord mm-hmm. uh, because we're still in quarantine, obviously. And I can safely say that, like, as fun and campy as those movies are, like, this was the was, this was one of the most fun, campy, bad '90s movies that yeah. has was ever made. This, this is, is this is a, this so is a, the Wicker Man tier film. Yeah, like it really it's, absolutely like. Like, not in... Okay, because, like, The Wicker Man is, like, a disaster. Um, and mm-hmm. Double Dragon is, like, kind of good in some ways. The reason, the things that make it, like, campier are that, like, the acting is really goofy and bad. And obviously it's, like, a big, ridiculous, like, comic book kung fu movie, mm-hmm. stupid bullshit movie, you know? Um, but there's a lot... There's a lot of heart in it. There's a lot of good... What? <clears throat> what did we watch <laughs> this week, Mark? Yeah, so, so Double Dragon, it's from 1994... <laughs> Um, it's directed by James, uh, you, kick or something like that. He uh, gave it a <laughs> shot, folks. We, we've, we've got, we've got Mark DeCascos and, uh, Scott Wolf as the brothers, Jimmy and Billy Lee, uh, Alyssa Milano, um, was that looking, Alyssa Milano? Yeah, I, I, did you not Man, realize that? I did. Alyssa Milano is insanely hot in this movie. Yeah. I just gotta say, she's like a. They made her a dyke in this movie. And, yeah, she, and it rules. <laughs> she's she has, so hot. She, she has big, like, like uh tomboy femme energy uh where yeah it's you, you she gotta just look up jacket. look her up she has this fucking okay so her yeah. outfit is she's wearing like she's wearing like jean shorts and then like high boots and then she's got this like big ass jean jacket super fucking dyke style and it's like mm-hmm. covered in graffiti and it looks fucking awesome it's so oh man yeah no yeah she, uh, and then yeah. she she's she's got uh in sync justin timberlake dyed hair yeah, uh, it's 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 real good. It's a look, and yeah, she's got like the dyke cut and everything. It's uh, yeah, she it's she's she's gay. Anyway, the, the movie, <laughs> <laughs> the movie. Um, yeah. so it's it's it takes place in uh, this really cool that you know, growing up in Los Angeles area, the way that the two of us did, we always heard about the big one, mm-hmm. which is uh, the supposed earthquake that was going to come. Still hasn't uh, happened. And it still hasn't happened. It's it still. Pres- presumably will happen yep i'm um, glad i got out of there before it did. Yeah. <laughs> i was always I'm thinking about though. that <laughs> yeah. yeah um the this movie takes place in a world where that 
happened sometime in like the the early 2000s because mm-hmm. we're, we're we go to an earthquake crippled los angeles uh called what is it new angeles it's called new angeles it's yeah, uh, got, in 2007 there, uh, the, there's so much good world building in this movie yeah the, the city is like a it's not cyberpunk it's it's post-apocalyptic it's a little bit like if Mad Max cars and Mad Max fashion were like a little more gay, and they took place yeah. with a little bit more of an '80s punk, this uh, movie's this movie's type of interpretation thing. of punk and gangs is uh, leather daddies and big old dykes, <laughs> like that's... and like fucking like ICP style weird clown <laughs> okay, dudes. Yeah, they're one of the one of the random gang members in this movie is wearing like clown makeup and like Mickey Mouse gloves, and it's it's just, great. It's just. Yeah, the every way- time there 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 there's like big ensemble fight scenes, multiple ones of those, and every time a new like random thug, uh, <laughs> like random uh, you know goonie jumps off the screen, I was like, look at that guy! Yeah, oh my god, like, look at that guy! Look, oh my god, like, look at this new guy! They all look like people I've seen at the bar. <laughs> like- yeah, this is this is that meme where it's like you and your gay friends showing up to brunch, yeah, and it's like no. Gonzo. <laughs> the whole the, the whole movie is like that. Every character is like that. I. Uh, yeah, but I real, it. real quick on like the world building stuff. Like one of my favorite, one of my like favorite things. Okay, so like you know, it's in the post earthquake uh, reality, and so w- obviously one of the big things is the the city is flooded. So like mm-hmm. certain certain streets in Los Angeles that I have been to. Um, are now canals instead, you know? Yeah. And, like, there's scenes of, like, them, like, sitting, you know, on top of buildings overlooking, like, the ocean that is, like, all the way up to Hollywood and Vine. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's real good. And then, like, there, there's aftershocks all the time. And so everybody has a jack in their yep. house. So that it, when, when, when one of the small aftershock earthquakes happen, you can use the jack to make sure that your house doesn't fall down. And there's like a weird, there's like a local TV commercial for like the guys that sell the earthquake jacks. Like this movie is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, there's so many little things where it's like, they didn't have to do that. Totally. Uh, but they cared they, about this movie. Yeah. They, they cared to build the world out and add little touches and make the characters like have you know relationships that actually play out and develop like do do you remember the part where okay so one half of the double dragon medallion which is the MacGuffin for this movie um allows the antagonist to like become like a wraith become like a like a like a ghost type of thing. Mm-hmm. There's one point where he turns into a ghost and the ghost shadow thing and flies over a piano and the piano keys go like, Oh yeah. That's one of my favorite parts of the, yeah. Okay. So There's the, just, ti- there are the, tiny details like that all over this movie. The villain who is like this billionaire asshole and who has what it's so, I didn't even explain the plot. I didn't even write notes for the plot. Dead ass girls. Against, me and Mark sat down and started trying to take notes about this episode. And I was just like, I, dude, I just don't fucking care right now. It's just not important. Mm-hmm. Like, it just isn't. But, like, holy fuck. <laughs> this movie's this, great. <laughs> this, more than most movies on this podcast, this movie is worth watching for yourself uh, to see the really funny, really clever, uh, just... Uh, and the way that we haven't even talked about the way that it, we've talked about the aesthetic, but we haven't talked about the way that it looks as a film. Cause I think mm-hmm. that should be brought up as well. Everything is a set. 
in this movie, which is so the rare. The sets are so good. The oh set design is really excellent. They, the, Alyssa the, Milano's the brothers... fucking base. Okay, yeah. The so she has she's God. the leader of like the good gang that you know does does yeah. does just does, does chill stuff. Um, and their their hideout is like this big warehouse that's covered in graffiti, and then it has like a green river of like mm-hmm. acid running through it and like a bridge that goes over it. And the first time you see that building, it's like an aerial shot of the inside of the building and you see that green river and you're like, oh, you just know some motherfucker's gonna get tossed in that river. You know some motherfucker's gonna get tossed in that river. And he it, does. And it's great. Every it time. Looks, it's so, and it's so colorful too. It's not like, when we say a warehouse covered in graffiti, you're picturing the wrong thing right now. Mm-hmm. What I mean, this warehouse is like, brightly lit white walls with rainbow color graffiti and everyone is wearing rainbow. like everything everyone's wearing like tie-dye jackets and it's the green is not like a gross like dark green it is a bright like sour apple neon green and it's so uh, everyone's like fucking jamming it looks like it looks like an 80s boy band like music video set. <laughs> it does. Uh, oh god. Every a lot of things in this movie look like b- b- boy band music video sets in the best that is a compliment. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. <laughs> in the best possible way. It's so good. It's so good. The the moment that I realized that like Billy and Jimmy in this movie are based like like the the two protagonists. They're basically Drake and Josh. Like yeah, like they have a lot of classic Drake and Josh look at each other and go, ah. yeah, like it's it's so good. This is the most dudes rock twenty twenty movie. <laughs> like man, it they, really is. These got like the two protagonists. They're just so they're just dumb as shit, and they're just like bubbling their way through this fucking kung fu movie. And it's so fucking good, man. Like, I almost feel like I don't even want to keep talking about Double Dragon because this episode is already, like, you know, about 26 minutes, which is about how long an episode of Cartridge Cinema Club generally runs, mm-hmm. Um, even though we didn't talk about the movie. And I'm kind of on this, like, dude, just fucking watch Double Dragon. Like, shit is fucked up. You're not going to spend your entire life outside in the revolution. You're going to need downtime. During that downtime, watch Double Dragon because it's great. And then at the parts where it, like, kind of glorifies the police, you go, boo, no, fuck that bullshit. Get it out of here. <laughs> yeah, and again, the, the cop parts probably make up a, a, a grand total of 12 minutes of the movie. If yeah, that, like not even. Like um, maybe. But yeah, not yeah. not even. It, it's probably like six minutes of total cop stuff. Yeah. Um the rest of it is just a, a just a just a romp. Just it's just the best. Like th- this this movie has the beat 'em up villains in it. It ha like <laughs> a Bobo is in this movie. Yeah, it has the big mutated Abobo, and he's like a tragic figure because the villain yeah, like disfigured. We, we, we get the Abobo origin story. Like, what the fuck? The, there's like one of the bad guys is just a lady with a whip. <laughs> like, like, like is in every beat 'em up game. Yeah, she, yeah, she's just a a super hot lady in like a black pants suit, pants suit, and she's just got a whip. Yeah, and that's the character. And yeah. I'm like. This That's movie's great. really gay. It's like really like it's like yeah. not intentionally so. Like it clearly nobody like. Well, I think definitely some of the extras were probably gay. Um, I mean, yeah, the, there were there were some fucking gay ass theater kids in the yeah. back ha- living it up. Yeah, you know? living it up in '94. <laughs> yeah, or whatever the fuck '94. <laughs> Did we do three '94s in a row? Holy shit! 
Oh, wait, no, no, we did a Pokemon in between. We've been doing a lot. 94 has been a popular year on Cartridge Cinema Club lately, though. Yeah, that, that, this is our, um, this is our uh, 2006 was the best year for music, uh, <laughs> but for movies. You should watch it. You guys should watch it. Man. Holy fuck. Did Double, Dra- Double Dragon and Lawnmower Man came out in the same year. In the same, they were, they're in conversation with each other. That's a, that's a banner. That's a banner, Triple C. Double Dragon is a better movie than Lawnmower Man. Double Dragon, yeah. like yeah. Double Dragon, is like better than a lot of movies I've seen. Like be- Double Dragon is like, you know, okay, like Double Dragon sets out to be a funny, goofy, silly action movie with big kung fu and big set pieces and and real silly stuff, um, and they nail it. They just nailed it. Like they just, mm-hmm. there's so much heart and it's so good. And like, I, I, th- I think I'm done talking about it because I'm like, no, just go watch Double Dragon because it's great. Like you should see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. N- not a dull moment in this movie. You should watch it. Uh, yep. <laughs> what are, what are we fucking watching next week? Jesus. I don't fucking know. Uh, what do you want to watch? Let's. We didn't. We didn't prepare. What? Let's no, we listen. Prepare. I'm pulling up the list right now. Here we go. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just pick something. I'm just, unless, unless we can see something that is anti-cop, could we maybe feel good about that? I don't know. What the fuck? I don't want to. I don't know what the fuck to watch. Fucking. Next week we're watching the Viva Pinata cartoon. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. But that's what we're watching. We're watching Viva Pinata. You should keep the struggle in the edit. Where can people find the podcast <laughs> on the internet, Mark? Um, fuck. Uh, yeah, it's really important right now to follow us on social media. Oh, that's <laughs> extremely important. Listen, uh, listen. If you, if you want to. Follow yeah. all your local community bail fund. That is like yes. one of the most important things you can be doing is making sure that people don't go to fucking prison because you know what's worse than getting beat by the cops? Being surrounded by the cops 24-7 living in a prison. Surrounded by other people in a pandemic. Yeah. Um, at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter is where yeah, At Cartridge find. Cinema on Twitter. Uh, join the Discord. Uh, it's linked Man. on the Twitter. Uh, there, there actually is some funny stuff going on in the Discord right now. So if you need a... To, to cheer up uh, I've, I've, I've been checked out of the discord for days I've just been <laughs> um, we, we've got we've got some people we've got some members in the There's discord some people watching land before time right watching in the, in the it, so Jenny Nicholson um, if people out there know who she is she's my favorite YouTuber right now is this she, still the outro fuck man <laughs> yeah we're, 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 are you okay. really gonna do this <laughs> fuck it okay let's, let's start, start fuck start the outro over <laughs> no no this is the best episode. This is probably um, the best episode of Cartridge we're, <laughs> we're watching Land Before Time movies because Jenny Nicholson told us to. Um, in the Discord, so have fun. Yeah. Uh, you could listen to us on iTunes and Spotify. And I don't SoundCloud. care. Listen, you're listening. I don't li- care. You're listening to the podcast right now. You know where to listen to the podcast. It's wherever you're listening to it right now. Fuck hey, cops. Fuck, fuck cops. Don't join the fucking... I swear to God. They're literally sending the National Guard in to fucking shoot people so if you think that somehow that like joining the military is any different from being a cop they are not being in the military is just being in a cop in other countries where they let you do even worse things to people because they are not white american citizens for me it was tuesday
Thank you.